Hello and welcome to the Biz Design Enterprise Architecture Podcast. My name is Will Scott, and in these podcasts, we're going to be talking to leaders in the area of enterprise architecture and specifically discussing how EA teams can and do deliver value outcomes to their organization in order to align to execution of strategy, optimizing of operations, or reduction of management of risk. In these current difficult times, we're going to be talking specifically in regards to the role enterprise architecture is playing in helping organizations adapt and respond to the global COVID-19 pandemic. Today, I'll be interviewing AJ Congas. AJ is Chief Architect at Alco, the state alcohol retailer in Finland. So let's go to that interview. So hello, AJ. Thanks for joining us today, and I'm looking forward to this uh, conversation. I think it might be useful for our, uh, our viewers if um, perhaps you just began by introducing yourself and uh, talking a little bit more about what you do, what your team does, and what your organization does. Hello, Will, and thanks for the opportunity. So my name is uh, H.A. Kangas. I work for Alco OY, which is the alcohol retailer, monopoly retailer in Finland, working in Alco for, uh, I've been working for one year and, and my position is chief architect there. So I'm responsible for architecture work and, and development of our projects and solution. I have a small team of, of four people there working. And uh, just to give us an idea of the the scale of your operation, so you're the you're the monopoly uh, alcohol retailer in uh, in Finland. Is that is that say that there are no other uh, alcohol retailers? Is are you are you the one? Well, we are the monopoly retailer for uh, alcohol products above five point five percent. So all the retail shops can can also compete on the products below that that level, but but. Uh, we are the monopoly on above that level, and, and our revenue scale is, is a bit over one billion euros. So I think uh, obviously retail is uh, is a very interesting area for many people right now, and uh, it's obviously been very affected by the global pandemic. So let's let's get to the the most important question we have for you, um, AJ, which is. Um, uh, we're a few weeks in now, uh, maybe a couple of months. How how has the pandemic affected uh, your organization, Arco? Well, as as you mentioned, uh, we are we are working in the retail sector, and it's kind of the basic needs, groceries and, and food and, and drinks, basic needs that people still have, even though this pandemic is live. So basically, if, if you are looking at our business, uh, we have all the shops open, uh, we have the e-commerce open, so, so we are uh, doing our business in, in a way, in, in normal way. And, and if you think about the, the volumes of the business, uh, fortunately, we haven't been negatively affected as, as many other businesses. And have you so you've seen just a, a continuation of normal volume of business or increased volume of business? 
Well, there has been some volatility as, as kind of when the pandemic pandemic started. Uh, there were some kind of psychological acts that we could see people rushing into into stores and stopping toilet papers and stuff like that. But also in the in the alcohol retail shops that that we have, there were some rushes, but but the situation smoothened out so some volatility but but uh, no no negative at least so far and what about on the uh, supply chain side uh, you know the supply is, is that was that affected that's something you have to put your arms around well that's that's a good question because uh, we thought that uh, there there could be kind of effect affections or effects to the supply chain but as I think at least the, the supply chain producers have been very happy that we are uh, doing our business in normal way because the restaurants who are also buying from the producers they are they have had to shut down business the, of course the sales of the producers have gone down but as we are still uh, live and doing the business normal they have been very happy for that I see. Um, and then any shifts in the, you said you have a e-commerce online part of your business, any sort of changes in the mix between physical attendance and uh, presumably I can, I can order uh, uh, alcohol to be delivered to my house as well. Is, is, is that changed at all? Well, not, not, no dramatic changes on that. Or Okay, well, that's good to hear. So how about you and your team? Is, what specifically were you asked by your leadership um, to, to, to sort of prepare and respond to this uh, this global pandemic. Well, from the kind of architecture uh, team, uh, we are working closely with uh, both business and IT. And one one thing that our business has been doing and, and will do after the pandemic, a good good thing has been the scenario planning. So that is something also that we have been assist the EA thinking like uh, different scenarios, especially in the IT domain, uh, what what those could be and how how we could react to those scenarios. We would be kind of or, or creating kind of flexibility and agility for the organ. We understand the scenarios. And how we can react that's interesting i've talked to other organizations and they've had a similar approach where they're sort of modeling different scenarios and saying if we were to have to become a hundred percent online business tomorrow what what might that look like is that is that the sort of thing you're doing are you modeling possible scenarios well kind of yeah kind of uh thinking about the different uh uh possibilities that this pandemic pandemic could create and looking at what how would affect our business of course from our side the business is thinking different uh, business-wise decisions but we are kind of looking at more in the IT domain like how we can react what what would it mean in regards of the IT domain and our services 
And on the uh, IT side, um, any things you've had to accommodate in terms of vendor support, IT support during this pandemic, any sort of uh, contingency plans you've had to make or um, yeah, alternative supply plans, or, or do you feel like that's quite stable as well right now? It's, uh, it has been quite stable, but, but we have the very first days that the pandemic started. First things that we did was kind of go through the whole supplier portfolio that we had and the critical suppliers and ensure that the business continuity would be guaranteed. So that, that was kind of one thing. At least for now, we haven't seen any, any decrease. Of course, when we are looking at the development projects that are ongoing, we have to kind of take the pandemic and resourcing risk into account. So that, that's at least one thing to note. And let me ask you this, uh, just as a, a citizen of, of Finland, uh, um, how do you think um, retail in general uh, might change uh, going forward, do you think there will be businesses that never look the same again once we come through this um, this uh, this pandemic, and maybe even extend that to you know the entertainment restaurant industry as well? Like, t- give me your own personal view. Do you, do you think things are going to change when we come through this? I hope that there will be some changes towards, uh, especially towards sustainability and uh, less less maybe consuming the way we have consumed things. But uh, I think we are we are already seeing kind of certain digital leaps that people have had to take. Uh, for example, the, the kind of home deliveries in, in Finland, they have exploded at this point, and the retailers are uh, recruiting people to work in the home delivery processes. So that's that's I think something that after pandemic will will be will stay in the elevated level. Also, also we are seeing kind of uh, people being quite innovative. For example, the, the restaurants in in Helsinki area they are having quite big challenges as people cannot cannot enter the restaurant. So now they they are looking at the local retailers to to cooperate and. Uh, produce food and products there and, and uh, resell those products so that they can survive through the, the pandemic. So I think there will be changes. And, and hopefully, I mean, it's interesting um, that I've had the observation from other interviews I've done where this, this pandemic has accelerated things that maybe were already going to happen. This just made it happen quicker. Um, so maybe we can take some, some good out of this. And then what about your, your role as chief architect and your team's role? I mean, this was, I think I've heard it called a low probability, high impact event, which is, you know, an unexpected significant major event. You were asked to respond and assess the stability of your supply chain, being able to model different possible scenarios and discuss how you might change them. Do you think your role is going to change uh, or, or uh, the responsibility of your team is going to change as a result of this pandemic? And perhaps you've got yet you a more deeper understanding of what of what ifs if, if you know, high impact events happen. To talk a little bit about how you think 
your role might change? Uh, that's a good question. I think uh, the, the kind of scenario planning that we discussed already is, is one area that will be will have more focus and more responsibility. Not kind of afterwards thinking scenarios, but already in the development projects, like looking at the whole enterprise architecture, how we can build the, the whole organization, processes, and solutions, so that they they can actually cope uh, with something that we cannot expect. It's always possible to build against something that you can expect, but if you think about yeah. the unexpected, you don't have the kind of ready answer for that, but, but you can always try to be more kind of flexible, more robust, more agile, and, and those help you in your situation. So I think that's that's something to think about and focus. It's, 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 you know, perhaps the most difficult challenge, which is, you know, expect the unexpected. And, and it's, it's, uh, it's very difficult to solve that. Um, you know, what is, what is the next big change that's going to happen? But for me, at least, AJ, you know, when I've talked to various, you know, enterprise architecture teams, expecting disruption is a theme that's happened over the past decade. Um, the nature of that disruption, in this case, it's, you know, biological in nature, but there's been digital disruptions in other industries. And what I hear is quite often is enterprise architecture teams just need to be ready to anticipate disruption. And if they can disrupt themselves, um, but expect disruption, whatever the cause of that disruption is, our IT needs to be agile enough to do that. Is that, do you, do you, do you have a similar view? Yeah, I, I totally agree on that. So it's something that it's not easy to kind of think about the disruption, how you could disrupt your your industry. But uh, the ways you can actually prepare for that is to think think of your enterprise and the, the architecture in a way that it can cope with the changes and you can be agile enough to survive. Right. And it seems to me your, your leadership team's looking to you to be ready to support those disruptions. And, uh, you know, one of the questions I always like to ask is how do enterprise architects make sure they have a seat at the leadership table? Because quite often enterprise architecture teams can be seen as, you know, they're the guys who produce lots of documentation. They're the guys who tell, tell us we can't do things. As a, so give, give us a few thoughts on that about how you continue to be relevant and provide value to your leadership team. Yeah, that's, that's another good, good question. I've heard of those comments as well, but, but I think the, the kind of main thing is to kind of talk business and understand the business problem. So as, as I see the enterprise architecture, it's not about producing documents. Those are good tools, but, but we need to kind of uh, cooperate with the business, be part part of the business, kind of a consultative way to solve those business problems with using the kind of enterprise tool architecture tools. So that's that's kind of the core of it. Yeah, and an, an enabler 
rather than uh, a policeman, and that's sometimes how exactly. I've heard enterprise. Exactly. Uh, and uh, no, no one who always says no ever is popular, and so you know that's good. That's something we have to think about. So finally, um, give your observations on just you know Alco's business and retail in general. This pandemic. Let's zoom forward six months. Let's zoom forward a year, whatever it might be. Do we see it changing? I mean, for example, I might argue when I'm buying alcohol or liquor, as it's called here in the States, why, why do I need to go to the shop? I know what alcohol I want. It's not as if I'm tasting alcohol at the shop. Like, why, why would that not be a 100% online business in the future? Is that just inevitable? And maybe many retail shops, certainly here in the United States, we're seeing a shift towards online. Um, do, what, give, give us your view of what retail might look like 12 to 18 months from now. I think that's that's one one direction the whole retail market is going. The, the home deliveries and uh, automated uh, pickup stores. So so those those two two directions uh, we will see in in some future. Then again, the, the alcohol retailing in Finland, as I look at the, my organization, as, as we are w- working under the local legislation, regulation that kind of creates certain boundaries, of what we can do and what we cannot. And considering the, the pandemic, it's high acceleration of home deliveries for retail groceries so that's something that will definitely put some pressure on on the whole retail market with alcohol or not but but of course that that's kind of a legislative decision in Finland but we will see in, in the future how how it will change after the pandemic if there are any uh, pressure to change over in some other countries, there is kind of a pressure towards. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I can certainly speak from my experience here in the United States. You know, grocery delivery at home is very common right now. I, I, I actually I don't know whether you can get alcohol delivered at home. And it's just because of the age verification thing. There might be some that do it. I'm not really too sure. Um, but in general, you know, commo- what I consider a commodity good uh, is is lends itself to complete, you know, online home delivery. It, unless it's a, a product you you browse for and you're sort of making choices. Um, but even then, you've seen innovative companies like Zappos. You know, we'll send you five pairs of shoes, and if you don't like all five of them, send them back. And if you like one of them, keep that one, send four back. So the whole idea of you know, the Braswell goods, I'm sure it's going to be an interesting one. Yeah. Well, well AJ, I, I'm really appreciative of your time today. Um, I think it's very interesting. You know, alcohol, uh, alcohol retailers in certainly the U.S. are one of those exempt businesses that can remain open along with groceries and uh, pharmacies and banks. Uh, whatever one's particular view is on alcohol, it's certainly an important part of people's lives in, in some cases. And maybe even more so during this uh, pandemic. So I think you're providing an important service 
And um, look, I really appreciate your time today. It's, it's fascinating to get a perspective from a different country as well. Um, so with that, I hope you keep safe. And uh, I look forward to speaking to you again soon. And all the best with uh, yourself personally and your business uh, going forward. All right, thanks. Thanks, Will. And all the best to you too. So we hope you enjoyed that interview with AJ and some very interesting insights on the resiliency of that industry, even in the face of the pandemic. Also, not unlike what we've heard in other podcasts, we're seeing accelerating trends in the retail industry that in general had already started, but have been accelerated as a result of the pandemic. For more podcasts, blogs and recorded webinars, please visit us at www.bizdesign.com, where there is a wealth of information available. BizDesign is a leader in the area of enterprise architecture software and services and supports enterprise architecture teams in delivering value to their organizations with a key focus on value outcomes, aligning to business strategy, optimizing operations and reducing risk. Thank you for your time.